I can tell you that in, in my life, the people that have really shown their love for Christ the most and lived it always have that uh, impression on people where it's like, wow, they're, they're really like, they're not trying to be cool. They are just doing the thing that they know is right. And a lot of the times, um, you know, other people will poke, poke at that or, you know, make fun of you like, oh yeah, you're not going out with the guys to have a beer after the game every day, every day, or maybe you're not sharing in the gossip in the locker room or, but small things over time, uh, prove out and bear fruit. So when you listen and you try to be obedient to what God has for you, it says right there in the scripture, like the world isn't going to accept you. The world's yeah. not going to be excited about you doing the right thing, the thing that you feel called to do. Um, but you've done that consistently. So I, I want to just give you some credit for that. And, uh, yeah, man. Thank I, you. I, yeah, of course. Of course. You want to start a little bit with, uh, with the way that your, your career started, because I know you didn't play ball the first couple of years of college, right? Yeah. For, you I want to go way back? Off of what you said. Yeah, yeah, thank please. You, thank you for that. I didn't feel like I was very bold, honestly. I just knew that I didn't always fit in, even dating back to high school. I was never a popular kid. I never knew how to like fit in or even have just like conversations that weren't tagged as like, wow, you really said that. That sounds really stupid. Mm -hmm. Like I was just so green on everything. I didn't, I literally just, I remember the first experience of pro ball outside of the AZL, I watched you and Bowman throw and I'm like, all right, this guy's a surefire big leaguer. He's throwing a hundred and just punching out the world. Like <laughs> those are my goals. Like I've got to like emulate what these guys are doing or find something for myself. And but you're right. Like I have, I have witnessed every form of you and I've witnessed every form of all my other teammates uh, that I've played with over the years. And, you know, it's enticing to want to socialize. Like we're called to have relationships. And in college, I had a ton of great teammates, but I never really had a teammate. And I had a lot of Christian teammates, I believe, but we weren't necessarily living the Christian lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get back to this. I'm not trying to go off track here. No, no, uh, that on. You know, and I look back and I kick myself because I allowed the college atmosphere and the people around me to pull me into something that I was craving, and that was a sense of acceptance mm. and um, and worth. But my worth wasn't wrapped in like who Christ calls me to be, you know, it wasn't, it was kind of found in the world, even though at night I would turn on Christian music and I'd lay in my bed and I know that what I was doing was wrong. And like, I would fall asleep with Caleb on just to try to like soothe my spirit. Yeah. So when I got out of college, I, I praised God. I was like, thank you for getting me out of college without making a lifestyle choice or mistake that cost me what you have destined for my life. Because I, I went to South Dakota state and I'll, I'll get on this in a second, mm -hmm. literally to pursue baseball and have a degree if that didn't work, but baseball was what God had put on my heart. So when I got to the minor leagues, I'd already resolved in my heart that like, I wasn't going to drink. I wasn't going to, and I had a couple beers from time to time, like at dinner, but I don't, I don't enjoy drinking. Right. You know, and, um, but I, I enjoyed, meeting people and, and seeing what, what drives them and like, you know, what people were doing to be successful. And then we all discovered 
these little wooden wands and we <laughs> up a gill shout out to gil patterson yeah, yeah gil patterson the guy stick drills. Uh, stick i drills. still do them yeah. anytime i pick something up that's remotely like a stick i just start doing those it's the swizzle sticks yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but i remember the coolest thing about um high with you guys in, in 2011 was the fact that we started leaning on each other outside of what you know minor league baseball could wrap you into you know we actually started doing bible studies and yeah. encouraging each other and that's when i first started seeing a growth in you and mm. you know maybe like the first couple it was like yeah i'll be there and you would come and then like there'd be one that you weren't and then like you know two home stands into it you were at every single one like yep. it was so dude i even was literally checked out sometimes like i don't want to go to this like <laughs> your faith takes work it's like Big time. just like anything you do you have to put in practice um you have to put in the time and effort to be good at it um you know there's no right or wrong way it's just humble your heart to the lord and try to honor him with everything you do and you something that resonates with me is i just i don't want to do anything for the glory of man i just mm. or do it for god's glory and i'm not perfect like we all taste a little success or taste a little bit of like, you know, kind of self gratification and glory coming from your peers. And you're like, that's kind of nice. And then you're like, mm -hmm. wait, Oh, check that down because that's right. not, that is not who God calls us. And that's who that Satan wants us to take all that glory for ourselves and deny it to, from the one who gave it to us, uh, gave us the ability to bring glory to God. So I, uh, I've certainly had my struggles over the years, especially when I've had, you know, peaks of success, even in the big leagues. Um, mm -hmm. But, but yeah, I, uh, I certainly, I appreciate you saying that. I, I think I kind of gave up, uh, the idea of trying to please and live the worldly lifestyle as much as I could yeah. because I saw how much it stressed me out and gave me anxiety living in the world. Um, that's why people say being a Christian is, is boring and like all these rules that you have to abide by, like, tell me any of those rules that aren't meant to bring you peace right it's like living outside of the sanctity of marriage as a guy i mean just put yourself in a situation where you're promiscuous yeah i mean i can tell you how stressed was a lot you of stress yes like on a monthly basis you would be stressed right 100%. you don't want that or like talk about i mean there's 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 diseases that you could catch there i mean you could have a life-changing uh, instance of having a child, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, drinking, you can make poor choices cause you're, you're not in your right state of mind. Like all these things are warnings to help us have a better life. Right. So, well, but, and well, one thought right there is that it feels true that whether you're a believer or not, everyone has certain pain and insecurity that, causes a need for whether like for your for your situation you craved acceptance and you yep. craved you know just being welcomed into the social group socially that, that's something that you had felt was lacking in your life for some people that leads them to doing the things that they know are wrong but it's worth that payoff of oh now now i can have that little reward that i've needed whether it's sleeping around so your teammates think you're cool and so you feel valuable um, yeah that was something that well, i always had a hard time with and it really distracted 
me from what life's all about. And now that I have a family and children, it's so apparent that what I thought of as a strict rule, how God would ask us or tell us, command us to not um, basically not sleep with anyone before we're married and not unless we are married to that person. So I used to think that was strict, like, oh, that's impossible to keep that. Blah, blah. And then you look back and you realize, wow, there's so much pain and heartache that could have been saved uh, if I had just trusted and had faith that there's a greater reason than this. Maybe I don't have to understand the reason. That was a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't have to understand the reason because I see that there's a future that I can't predict that may be better than the one that I could conceive myself. And for me, that's what I see with you and with Ryan Pineda and with um, a coach that I had, Andy Harper, some of the the three of the most um, devoted to being the best they can be and being the best version of who God wants them to be following the, the, the gospel really. So it doesn't always feel that way, but it's, it it is great to to know, like it's, 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 thank you. You know? Yeah. So, but, and you can be an example. You are, I mean, you are, look what, look what you've been through just this year 